It's back to a car. The boys, the we're boys, back, we're kind of. Almost. Oh, we just can't get three of us in a room together. We're star-crossed. Two ships passing in the night at the moment. Um, yes, it's not Josh DiMatteo introing the show this week. It's Jake Eisenberg here, and that was Matt Beatty leading us in. I'm back. You're back, mate. It feels like I've been gone for so long. You've travelled, you've traversed the world. I've seen, yes, I've seen LeBron, I've seen Kawhi, I've been to Fungamatara in New Zealand, Bali. Which I survived. <laughs> Didn't get you know, any no, punch-ups. I did get shot in the throat on playing paintball. Oh, damn. Yeah. And um, in my man spot. So it was a oh. tough... I hate paintball a lot more than I did before I went to Bali. Right. Yeah. They don't, you don't wear any protection down there? I don't know. Do you usually... Have you played paintball before? The one time I did paintball, yeah. I feel like that was provided. Once I got hit, I realised how much I wanted protection. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of the game, I'm like... Real worried about it, but yeah, it was um, not good. But yeah, I'm back. I've seen the super athletes in the flesh. Yeah, yeah, up close and personal. LeBron. LeBron. I go. I was there for the Lakers versus the Grizzlies game, the AD forty twenty game, the first Lakers and Shaq to put up a forty twenty. Damn. Which was awesome, and then two nights later, or well, in the middle, I saw a, a ice hockey game. And being the stupid Australians we were, we, we got to the stadium, we realised everyone was wearing like jumpers and like warm it clothes. Was cold, yeah. Yeah, and some lady was like, oh, you guys must be from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Dumb Australians who were freezing cold for yeah. the entire ice hockey game. Um, and then day two, and the day three was uh, Kawhi versus the Spurs. Still no Paul George. We saw a 38-12 from Kawhi. He just... Took over in the second half. Yeah. It was um, awesome to see his hands catch balls in real life. Like he caught an inbounds pass back Swallowed on the block. He's like, yeah, tennis ball. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. So this is your first pod. Since this is first back. pod, mate. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's been a while. It's crazy. Just like learn to ride a bike, mate. You don't yeah, this mate, I'm back. Though. It's talking hoops out here. Uh, should, we get, should we kick it off? Let's kick it off. It's been a big week for uh, NBA Twitter, I it feel. Has, yes. A lot has happened online. <laughs> I don't know so much. We're on the court, yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind fine. of standard. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're getting through it. I feel like the buzz, the heat has been more online behind yeah, the keyboard. exactly. <laughs> ben Simmons hit a three-pointer. It happened. It happened. A regulation play in just about any other format of basketball for any other player or team ever in since they made the three-point, <laughs> since they drew that line and said, hey, you know, if you step out behind here, it's three. More than two. This is probably the most high-profile three-pointer Maybe ever. In, in, since that time. Yeah, since right? the three-point line has yeah. been created, this is probably... I've never received a notification on my phone saying X player has, <laughs> has, hit, hit, a has hit a three. <laughs> but Ben Simmons hit a three. Corner three. I feel like he didn't even... Hes- I, I was proud of him. He didn't hesitate. It was I feel. money. It was, it was uh, cash. It was, yeah. Nothing but net. There was some space. Mitchell Robinson was giving him some space. Yeah, it wasn't full respect there from him, which is fair <laughs> which, enough. I mean, he's had two and a half seasons of, yeah. of not having to worry about that. It only took him two and a, half, two and a bit seasons. The Knicks. Of course it had to happen to the Knicks I, I was going to well. say, yeah, does it really count? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're essentially a Chinese team anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, that's one. Let's see if he can... Because obviously we've been talking about it. Clearly he can shoot corner threes. We've seen the the preseason. He can shoot corner threes. Footage. He can shoot. Yeah, he can shoot. Just stand it. in the corner and shoot the corner three. Because that, in that one three, it drew Mitchell Robinson, the rim protector, 
just another few feet out. He's not, he's not going to have people hugging him until he actually starts making them. But if he's, especially if he, if like Embiid and you can play him at the five legit and actually have him stretched out a little bit. Obviously, he's a dream. We may be getting ahead of ourselves after he's hit one. But I, I mean, I, Josh and I talked about the Sixers last week and we were pretty damning almost. Like, I was like, I'm done with this team. And I still kind of am done with this team. I don't know well, how. Yeah. But at the same <laughs> still time, done with them. It's probably, that take was probably too hot. But I have to bring it back a little bit. I mean, they were still down 17 well, points exactly against the Knicks. It. It's ugly. They're yeah. so ugly to watch. It's, there is no offense. And I just want them to not be ugly. I don't think that's going to happen. And also what's been somewhat underwhelming, the defense has been good. But it hasn't, hasn't been like we were yeah. expecting top three, 100%. Yeah. They're, they're in the, I think there's, I don't know, I think they're definitely top 10, but they're not in the top three, which is where they kind of need to be if they want to take it to that next level and be like a legitimate finals contender. Yeah, considering the sort of limitations on offense, yeah. But at the same time, they are really staggering this Embiid and Horford thing. Horford has really not. I think he started the season well, and yeah. then since then he's he's not really been that good. Oh, yeah, there's well the fits weird. It's more the yeah, uh, the offensive fit. I'm putting it on him. Yeah. It's just I guess for for Brett Brown to sort of put that yeah. jigsaw puzzle together, right? The rotations. Well, do we do we think it's a a Betty Brady Brown thing? We've kind of gone off on another Sixers tangent, which tends yeah. to happen here at Backdoor Cut. Yeah. I mean, Horf, I don't know. It it comes down to the fact that, again, they're not getting the shooting from the backcourt and, and you have to have him be yeah. out and you have to have Horford out and it's like, well, maybe that's not yeah. where their best position to go to work. Well, yeah. like you know, I, Horford, I think, is leading the team in threes taken, which is... That's big problems. It's not good. Yeah. But sorry, who, but like, well, I mean, I think to, I think eventually Tobias Harris will end up taking that rain back, like that, that back, but he went, why, what, 26 yeah, straight threes without making streaky. one. Yeah. And I was reading that he's essentially been a terrible, not terrible, but a bad shooter since getting traded to the Sixers. Yeah. And if he's not going to be knocking down open threes, there was a video I saw of he, it was, he looked like Ben Simmons out there where <laughs> he had a whole, the whole key in front of him, yeah. pump faked, dr- drove, yeah. and then caused a charge. I was like, this is, you can't have Tobias Harris. I'm like, maybe Ben's infecting the rest of them. They're all catching yeah, the they're, disease. They've they all turned into ca- yeah, cowards. Oh, man. But, um, okay, we can, we can save the six. I'm sure we'll be back to the sixes. I do also think that they're, they're all new. Like, Al's new, that, and then Josh Richardson's new, Thibault's new. They've got to work out. They've got to give them some time to figure out the, the chemistry. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, regular season, like, it's, they're going to yeah. be in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, they're going to be right there for as them. As long as they work that out by April, May, they'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're going to be tough they're, for anyone. There's enough talent on that team defensively, full stop. There's enough mm. talent for them to sort of get by in the East. They'll be fine. It's just ugly to watch. Yeah, and I wish Joel Embiid had come in with, on bed, in better shape. Yeah, he's, he's full of shit. Yeah. I mean, he's, no, he's not Jokic, but it's not still, Jokic, he's still but not where you'd like t- him to be, right? He's tired in the fourth quarters. Yeah. Um, now, a team that is playing right now, and the team again, we, Josh and I talked about these guys as well last week, and they, they made, made a move. Moves. They made a move. We were talking, and they need to make a move. This is probably not the move that any of anyone really <laughs> predicted or back. hoped. But uh, Carmelo Anthony, he's back. Is now a Portland Trailblazer. Double zero. 
Infinity. Infinity. Yeah. Double zero. Uh, yeah. He had a lot. A lot of thought went into the. We had a lot of time Too to think much, about. Yeah. yeah. Just, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, have a lot of time. Had a lot yeah. of time to think about the which number he would be using. Um, first game. I know Beatty had a special interest in him scoring more than 11 points. I was on the over 11 and a half, and I think he had hey, 10. He had 10. He was, was one yeah. one bucket away. He hit his minute. I think before the game, Stotts kind of came out and said he's probably going to play around 20 minutes, yeah. and he did that, and he just... We need one more bucket. One more. Like, Come on, man. He was... Man. So, yeah. Unfortunately, he's come in at the same time that... Uh, uh, when Damian Lillard's been out. Lillard's out. They're, I mean, the reason why Portland, I think, have gone down this route is just because mm-hmm. they have no depth in their front court. Nurk, obviously, Nurkic, we're not yeah. expecting back anytime yeah. soon. And they're what? You, and you, you, you lose you, Zach yeah. Collins. That was tough. They they just don't have. Aminu's uh, gone. Harkless is gone. Yeah, I mean, Whiteside obviously is another. Oh. Oh, the Blazers are in a tough spot right now, and that's why they've turned to Carmelo Anthony. And I, I don't think that he's going to address any of the sort of need that yeah. they really needed to address. Cause... That's the problem. He's not feeling. He's not feeling like a small. They like need a legitimate front court. DNA front court defense, defense and man. and scoring and scoring. And I mean, Melo. And he might know, provide scoring. scoring he definitely won't be providing no. any defense. Yeah. Um, but great to see him out there tapping his first shot. Hit the three. Tapping the forehead. Yeah. I mean. It, it, let, Sort of the theme of this topic was the Twitter buzz and like yeah. Twitter was a lot a lot that, that yeah. first game. And yeah, you've got the mellow Twitter being like, Yeah, this is what it's all about and then you see Instagram comments from JR Smith fire like tw- us against twelve fire emojis. Bang, 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 bang. It's like, dude, I you, yeah, I mean, if anyone's going to shoot four or four teams, it's going to be J.R. Smith, so he, <laughs> he, he, who's also out of the league. But I'm not sure he's pushing to get back in. I think he's cruising out there. He's happy doing yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, he's okay. There's a, it's funny. There's a bunch of dudes. Like Nick Young's another Nick one. Young, Swaggy P is like, he, what are you doing? Are you retired? Are you just not playing anymore? <laughs> yeah, where did, yeah, he rocked up out of shape to the Warriors and then and then and I still won. Just, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. <laughs> Jamal Crawford. He's another guy. I feel like Jamal Crawford could get picked Surely. up, Surely. Right? Well, he dropped 50 last year. Yeah. But again, like, I mean, the, the Lakers maybe you could use a dude like that. I don't know. Because um, he's not. He's no point in him going and playing for, for like, a mid-level team. He, he, he's yeah, sure he, he wants to be attaching come himself back. To, yeah. a, to a contender, right? And the Lakers I can see, I guess, like just a little spark plug, a Lou Williams counter, potentially. Yeah, yeah, true. Don't know. But, I mean, for Portland, yeah, that... that I don't know what moves they can make. They still, I, I don't think they've addressed what they really needed to address. No, I, I, I they need defense until Nur- and even when Nurkic does come back, I feel like he's not going to be what he was before the injury. It's going to take. No, some yeah, time. I mean, yeah, it's like yeah, with Hayward and Paul George, he snapped his leg kind of the De- wrong way. Depending, I mean, give it another week or two, and maybe Portland have to make a decision where maybe they're just happy to kind of let this season go. Yeah. Right? I don't, as much as you don't want to lose yeah. like a prime Dame season. I guess. Well, what, and I guess it comes back to like, are you willing to trade CJ? CJ, yeah, exactly. And build more around just Dame versus Dame, like, because yeah. you've, you've seen the ceiling, you're sliding. Also, it's early, but at the same time, we're sitting here and they're going to give up, who knows, maybe 60. 70 points against, against the Bucs. Who are yeah. the Bucs, of course. Yeah. But the Bucs are on a back-to-back here. And they're probably going to drop 60-plus on them in the first half. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, like, what I love about the Rockets is that the team's just designed around Harden. 
Yeah, it, it's they've recruited guys specifically with that yeah. in mind that's going to complement yeah. him. Yeah. Same with the the Mavs, who we'll talk about a bit later. Like the team's a really nice, like they're not not the perfect roster, but the, the team fits really well around Luca. Yeah, yeah. Offensively. Yeah. Um. So I mean, because other than trading CJ, you kind of well, they don't. Your hands yeah, they are don't, tied. Yeah, exactly. They don't have the assets. It's just it's. I don't think because you, you're attaching assets to get rid of Whiteside. If you if you were hoping you were trying to flip that for something else, man, like that's gone it really sucks, badly. Man, because like I I I kind of applauded the Whiteside move because they needed to do something. Mm. I thought with the Nurkic injury, they needed to make a move. This is a team that was in the Western Conference Finals last year, so there's a good chance at the moment they're not going to make the playoffs. Full stop. So they have to make a move. I I don't know what they're going to do, but you know it's it's unraveling. Right now, yeah. I mean, and I, Josh and I talked about it last week as well. They'd lost other dudes that were important, like Mo Harkless is on, on the oh, Clippers now. Who's having important. an awesome Aminu, season? Who, who somewhat, for whatever reason, Orlando bought it, got him. Long two pull up Melo while we're sitting here, though. Yeah, Maybe right. he's the answer. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the answer. Keep dropping those buckets. Here we Mel. go. Oh, and then he just gave up a three. All right. So this is what we're talking about. He might give. He might give you some months. Oh, he gives a long two. Gives up a three. Gives up a three. Um. So I think that's kind that's of going to be the negative. Yeah, it's going to be the the story right the there. General mathematics tells yeah, me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> two is less than three, which I don't think he's ever really figured out. Do you think after this experiment's over, that um, NBA Mellow Twitter will kind of cool it? Well, I I, I don't or know. No. I think the thing is with Mellow as well, right? He has the respect of the players. And you saw a lot of that, like LeBron tweeted out, like yeah. you said, J.R. Smith. Like all the players are like full 100% behind him. And you're right, they should. So it's, it's, it's really, it's probably just what the basketball nerd analytic yeah. community, that's the <laughs> ones that are against him on Twitter. Like it's not. Yeah. I mean, if, if he can do, if he can be productive, if he can be a net zero, not positive yeah, or negative, yeah, he can yeah. just like help not lose minutes for Portland. I yeah. think that would be what they really need to get out of him. But um not super encouraging signs no, so no. far. Uh, I think that's probably good for Melo. I'm glad. Like I'm, I'm actually happy for him that he gets to at least come back and have a couple games on his own run. terms. Yeah, I think so. If they can like say, hey, look, we're going to cut you, but maybe we need to see what it looks like with Dame as well. It's true. Like, obviously, yeah, exactly. Another dynamic there. We haven't seen Dame's been injured, but uh, yeah, you're right. It's just good to have him back. I think the hype. Everyone was. Keen to watch a random yeah. Tuesday night game, Portland and in New Orleans. Orleans I yeah. think, like, when is that going to happen otherwise? Exactly. Yeah. You're welcome, NBA ratings. Yeah. All right. Moving on to big game yesterday, and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. We finally got to see them together yesterday. First time. First yeah. time against. I saw the notification in the morning. Kawhi Leonard's back with Paul George against the Celtics you great roll, time you roll your eyes I was like damn it <laughs> you had to pick today yeah I was not confident going into the game I said we should have taken the Clippers uh, minus 8 it was a close game yeah good thing you didn't I, I would have lost that one in hindsight would have lost that one um, Paul George has been on an absolute tear since he's come back he's looked red hot oh my yeah. god the shoulder issue doesn't look to no be shoulders. bothering him at all it's... I love the way he talks about it I've got new shoulders they've been so bad for <laughs> so mean, long they've been rebuilt yeah I mean, because it, it's not like a leg injury where you've got to work yourself back, which he's done before. Shoulders, I mean, he was playing through it anyway, and he was still playing at a pretty high level. High level, yeah. With the shoulder injuries, before the shoulder injury, he, was, he came third 
in MVP voting yeah. last year, even with the shoulder injury. Uh, shoulders are like I've never had any sort of a shoulder injury never. related to basketball, but like it, you would imagine it would be awkward and un- uncomfortable oh. pulling up, shooting, and, and just trying to take contact in the lane. Yeah, you're trying well. to drive. Like, yeah, oh. You can imagine that it would be an awkward injury to have. So, like you said, for him to still, mm. I guess, play at the, the level that he did at the mm-hmm. back end of last season, yeah, credit yeah. to him. I mean, awesome. yeah, and, and the Clippers are a team that don't get to the line that much, and he's someone that. Always draws, always draws free throws. Well, you, yeah, you think between him and Kawhi, right? You've got two yeah. guys there that, on face value, should be able yeah, to get do to the that, line. Yeah. yeah, especially Kawhi in the playoffs. Like yeah. I think, I mean, that's why Kawhi's just so good. He, I feel like he plays it. He's got his 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 own speed, and when he gets to the playoffs, he starts putting his body on the line. But it was good to see them on the court together. It was a little bit disjointed, I felt the offense. I mean, obviously it was a rock fight. They the there was like thirty something points scored in the. Only by each team in the first half. It was yeah. It was it was kind of, in a way it was kind of playoff intensity yeah. because it was so slow. Like I feel like that's what yeah. you kind of expect out of the playoffs. And I do think a little bit of that is deliberate on behalf of Kawhi, where he he's not a guy that is going to push the ball up the floor and, and yeah. play at a really fast pace. Uh, the Celtics, I don't know. Like you're probably in a better position oh, to talk about it than me. But like I, I don't think they're necessarily a fast team either. Like they they, they well, sort of like to get in their half court sets and. They they've tried they're trying to be a faster team this year yeah. because they don't have the the big guy in the middle so they're trying to get out and transition on defense as much as they can. Yeah, easy buckets. Yeah, Jalen and yeah, and, Jason. and Tatum. But you talk about the intensity, man. You got a game that's got Pat Bev on one side and Marcus Smart on the other side. Yeah, the the intensity levels are going to be high. Like those two dudes were fucking going at each does, other. Does Pat Pev have any friends in the league? He's, uh, he's, he's at like Westbrook. Yeah. Just, I don't like uh, anyone. Yeah, someone after the game asked him, "So what was it like to play against Marcus Smart? Someone yeah. you know, you rarely have someone that matches your intensity." He's like, "Huh, that's funny." It's like, "Oh, okay, man." I mean, <laughs> yeah. all right. Usually, you know, people give respect after the games, but um, the Celtic fans like whatever. Pat Bev, you're not even that good, even though he after shooting terribly. He kind of, I mean, we he talked was four about Paul fi- George, and yeah, he kind of carried Paul yeah. George and Kawhi by the end. Of they the were game. struggling. Yeah. He was four from five from three in the fourth quarter and overtime, and hit the he hit a couple the of ga- huge yeah. shots. I mean, he hit the the go ahead uh, shot to win the yeah. game. Um, man, this five is really dangerous. I mean, you obviously got Kawhi and Paul George who are just ridiculous offensively and perimeter defense and then you've got Lou Will who you run the pick and roll with Lou Will and Trez they had Lou Will and Trez running the pick and roll with Kawhi and Paul George spacing and then Marcus Smart had to make the call to come off Kawhi or leave Pat Bev in the corner because the help came over and he chose to leave Pat Bev and Pat Bev can knock down open threes yeah that's that's tough it's. I mean, it's a credit to the Clippers in, in them building a roster that should win a championship, right? They've they they've got weapons everywhere. The fact that even the fact that you can put Kawhi and Paul George and Lou Will, who are all like these just closer guys, right? You're happy to have the ball in any of their hands come crunch time. Yep. Like the options that they have, that Doc Rivers has at his disposal. Yeah, it's you expect them to be. I mean, I don't yeah. know. They're, surely they're champions oh, favorite. I they're, mean, they're it's very favorite. early days, yeah. but yeah. They're my favourites. Um, Which is, I mean, for you then, it's got to be encouraging. But the, the Celtics really hung yeah. with them. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think, and I mean, granted, the chemistry, that's their first game playing together, yeah. right? That's going to get and a lot better. I don't think they were anywhere near as good as they were, yeah. what they could be, yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, Celtics missing Hayward still. Um, I think Tatum and Jalen are going to be... a going to take steps between this is still early in the season and they've already taken huge steps forward by the time we get to the playoffs i expect both of them to to be even better 
Yeah, well, I mean, we just said there the, the Clippers weren't at their best. I feel like the Celtics yeah. weren't either by mm. any means. I mean, I think at halftime they were 0-16 from three. Oh, it was terrible. Exactly, yeah. And then obviously come out and had a, a real big second half. Mm. Tatum was really good. Um, I, I, thought, yeah, yeah. I thought Marcus Smart was really good. He was really good. I mean, there's a lot of he was one from 11 from three. He, he always takes two to three really ill-advised shots. <laughs> shots he, he's yeah. getting better at it, but, man, he had a couple – Tough ones, but he man, he he kept so many possessions alive. Like that, he they're diving into the Marv Albert and Doris Burke, yeah. throwing the ball off uh, off Kawhi's foot. Man, like he's absolutely insane. Now, obviously, I am um, a homer, but Kawhi Leonard, Paul George were on the court. You know, Finals MVP, top three MVP candidate. And you can make an argument that Jason Tatum was the best player on the court last night. He didn't look out of place. Did not look out of place. He, he looked up to the challenge. I, I, I it's. I've been very critical of Tatum <laughs> in the past. And I still, like, some of the shots he takes, I mean, what are you yeah, doing? I yeah. hate that shot. But, I mean, he kept them in the game for stretches mm-hmm. there. So he was he was big for them. He was Man. huge. And I think just, he's he's 21 still. And, like, now he's finally get getting the chance. After that first year, and then this Kyrie mess last year, and Tatum and Jalen have been able to come here and do their thing. I'm I'm so so super encouraged. He he just looks giant as well. He's just he's super big, big dude. Yeah. Um. Like I I see him getting to, getting to that Paul George level at some point. Um. Defensively, he's he can he's 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 great team defender. Yeah. Because yeah. his, his arms are so he's like yeah. so long. Wings he gets fans. into passing. He's just a smart dude. Yeah. He had a, he's his passing's underrated. Um. Jalen had a rough game one offensively, but he was kind of tasked. He was either on. Kawhi or poor George pretty much the entire game. I was like, I mean, it doesn't get more taxing than that. I think Jalen's been great this season. He's been awesome. Considering that he signed the extension and, like, he's been really good. Everyone was a bit... That's a dodgy extension. I was a bit worried. I was like, oh, it's a bit of an overpay. But he's... Especially when you look at... Obviously, Siakam's playing a lot better and at another level. But he's still two years old, three years older. Yeah, it's it's been super encouraging, but yeah, he was one from eight from three. I think you add Hayward to this team, and this just like and he and he's, you saw it with Kemba and then this we talked about it a bit off air, but and Kawhi blocking his game winner right like he's just yeah. a little bit undersized. Yeah. Um, but you add Hayward to that mix, and now you've got another like mismatch. So all of a sudden you've got Lou Will has to either guard Tatum, Jalen, or Hayward or Kemba, and he can't. Can't do that essentially. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Hayward coming back just takes an immense amount of pressure off of Kemba, and this is probably a big discussion. I imagine that you've seen on Celtics Twitter and and various places. But I think the sort of dynamic between this year Celtics with Kemba and last year with Kyrie, like obviously you take this year, right? The chemistry mm. oh. just looks a thousand times yeah. better. Everyone looks happy. I think Kemba is just he just seems like a, a yeah. good bloke. You want to play with exactly. this guy, yeah. like it's it's not the sort of headaches that Kyrie mm. caused last year. Um, uh, Gordon coming back, I think that just that's another guy that you can put the ball yeah, in he, his hands and he can take pressure off yeah. Kemba. Like he's a legitimate point he's a forward. Yeah, exactly. like, like Tatum and Jalen are getting better at distributing, but like they're they're still a couple of years yeah. away from being able to like run the offense yeah. like Hayward like Hayward can do. Um, yeah, as much as you know, Kyrie's got the extra four inches and is a little bit better at getting his shot off. Like that's his best skill, right? Is getting shots off and making these ridiculous yeah. shots. But you you trade that. I think we saw it in the Milwaukee season series. You can't have Kemba as your best player to win a championship. You probably can't have Kyrie as your best player to win a championship yeah. either. Yeah. Especially his lackadaisical defense. Kemba's smaller, but he's 
so much better at playing defense than, than Kyrie is just based on effort and, and quick hands and stuff like that. And I mean we I think we talked about this in the off season when, when Kemba first signed. Like it it's just a he's a he's a Brad Stevens point guard. Mm-hmm. He can fit into that system. I mean it, you're getting really good vibes out of this team and it kinda reminds you of that IT season yep. a couple of years ago where it's just like everyone loved playing on that team, great vibes, everyone getting along. Like mm-hmm. they just it was good chemistry yeah. and I think that's what the Celtics are probably getting back to a little bit now with this this Kemba Celtics team. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the other thing as well with the sort of big game situation and Kemba and all that, like this guy hasn't played in that many big no, games in his career. Did. He's been on Charlotte the whole time. It's so insane. it's like it's it, that'll come with experience. Yep. I well they, I think they won this you know, of the ten game winning streak, they got to seven or eight and it was Kemba's longest winning streak yeah. in his whole career. Yeah. It's like, man, that's he's been on some of the worst teams for his whole career yeah. and now he and he he's stoked to not have to to score 40 points yeah, he's man. he loves sharing the ball moving it's awesome and i was very obviously if we had Baines on this team this would, oh, we would be a legitimate breaks your heart a little bit that he's not there i know they, yeah, they, they, yeah. they couldn't have made it work and, and losing Baines and horford in the same season you're like shit where's the defense going to be but with all the wings and they're, just, they're they're all all smart defenders and long dudes and they can they all get into passing lanes they're going to be struggle against teams like Philly. Yeah, big size. But but who else has centers in the especially in the East that you're worried about? It's like Bam Adebayo is not a giant. He's athletic, yeah. but he's no, he's not a giant. Um, Milwaukee. I mean Giannis, but Giannis he's but he's not necessarily a back, back to the basket type of um, Embiid thing. And 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 like if if that's the only thing you have to worry about, I think you have to you have to, you don't have to go out and make a some kind of deal. Everyone's talking about trying to make one one move, move but I mean that they don't have any moves to make. The only thing where you could the only person you can trade is Smart is Smart, and you lose Smart and you bring in a big dude, you're losing a lot more. Yeah, I feel like you don't want to lose Smart. No, I feel like he's, he's like the yeah. the lifeblood. He's like that. So Pat you don't Bear. think that there's any moves that they can make at all? I think on the make. If, if a buy like if a buyout dude comes along, that's. But that's big, but otherwise you can't. Like who? I mean, if you look at the the potential, buy, it's very early still in November. But if you look at the potential buyout market, I mean, my favorite guy is Gallinari. Yeah. I, I mean, there's. I don't know whether he's ne- that's necessarily a need that the Celtics mm. have, but like, I think that he won't be on the Thunder come the end of the sort of trade yeah. deadline buyout period. Like he'll be somewhere else. On yeah, a, yeah. He, he's there, a right? legit. He's a legit guy. But again, he, he, he can he play five. Kind no, of? I don't think he can play yeah. five. Yeah, and then I, I don't. Think, that's I don't think he feels the need. I think if yeah. anything, the need for the Celtics, if you're trying to get a center, I think it's Tristan Thompson. Yeah. So, but is he is he going to get by? I feel like he's more of a trade piece. Yeah, um, it'll be a yeah maybe. And he's got a big. I mean, if he gets bought I, out, I, he's I feel like there's no. Yeah, you're right. Actually, there's no incentive for the Cavs gonna, to buy him out. Yeah, he's he's getting right. paid too much yeah. to trade for him, but um. If something, yeah, if if something comes along, who can be like a, a defensive specialist against literally a defensive specialist against Embiid, is the only per- team in the East I really see giving them issues at that front court position. Giannis, kind of screwed regardless. Yeah. You, but you can throw Semi Hayward, Jalen Tate. I mean, it's just gonna be waves. It's more with the Sixers. It's more like as you said, it's Embiid. But it's also the fact that they can put out a lineup which is just huge. Yeah. One through five. Exactly. Which is, I mean, obviously Kemba is an issue He's in that struggle. sort of situation. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. He in to win a series against the Clippers or the Sixers, he's not going to be your leading scorer. He's mm, going to be a yeah. supplementary piece because we saw it in the opening game of the season. Obviously, it's game one, but he really struggled with the length of the sixes in that game as well. Yeah. And the two games that he's really struggled with to get his shot off has been those two games. Yep. And you've got guys like 
Embiid and Horford giving you trouble, and you got guys like Embiid, I mean, uh, Paul George and Kawhi giving you trouble. Um, but yeah, you get Hayward back, and then you, you everyone kind of shuffles into different different spots, and he's he's an elite shooter. So you like you get him into more catch and shoot spots, working him off ball. Um, but early days, very encouraging. You mean I think your Celtics are firmly in that East contender. I, I East can contenders just see now. the smile on your face. It looks like you're, you're younger. You've 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 I've got, unaged oh, a couple of years compared to last year. Jesus, I was pulling your hair out every time, trying to rationalise Kyrie. I know it's so great being able to watch these post game post game interviews and be like, that's just nice words. I don't, I don't have to be like, oh, he's talking about government and the way the world spins. I don't. Is that, is that good? I don't know. <laughs> it's just great. It's just great. Um, but yeah, contender. Well, I'm, it's 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 top four teams more than I thought going into the season. I thought it was Philly and Milwaukee, and then a gap, and, and then, then a gap, then yeah. Boston and Toronto. But I think you chuck any of those four teams into a series against each other, it's going to be a war. It will be uh, yeah. right now. This yeah. is this is what fifteen games in or so. Yeah. Um, I I think the benefit that they have is that. Brad Stevens has them coached well. They're yeah. a good system and they all just sort of buy into the system. Yeah. It's not that's the benefit that they have over, I guess, the advantage that mm. they have. I mean, you can sort of say a similar thing about the Raptors with Nick Nurse. I think yeah, well, he's a great they're coach. also very well coached. And I mean, talent wise, they probably don't I, I think Philly talent wise is, is Still, the best, yeah. right? But then there's other but issues the with Philly, stuff, the yeah. theaters, it's weird. You know, I mean, it's it's weird. I like you said, I, I thought it was Philly and yeah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, but yeah, the Raptors have looked yeah. really good and, and the Celtics have looked really mm-hmm. good. So Yeah, they will have beaten Milwaukee. So, look, by uh, the transit of property, I believe they're the best team in the... I mean, East. Milwaukee's another interesting one, right? Where it's like they lost Brogdon in the off-season and, and they haven't really seemed to have been mm-hmm. affected by it. Like, yeah. Giannis just keeps rolling. Well, I think Giannis has gone up a level. Yeah. I guess, somehow. He's hitting more threes. He's... Fuck, he's 24. It's, just it's crazy. It's insane. It's, yeah. It's just insane. But I, I don't know, like, and this is another discussion point. I don't know how much we'll get into it, but, like, that's their their roster beyond Giannis is a bit, like, bit wh- dodge. who do you trust? Yeah, exactly. Come playoffs time. I mean, you trust Middleton if he's playing the Celtics. And then other than that, yeah, he's and I mean, even, he's, been, I mean, he's been good. Chris he's a good player. And it, but right now he's out. And, again, yeah. they haven't, it doesn't really doesn't matter. seem to affect them. Giannis yeah. just keeps doing what yeah. he's doing. But uh, it's and then Bledsoe, we, 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 I mean, you can't trust him in the playoffs because he's had yeah. two stinking playoffs in a row now. Um, not to say he can't get it together this year, but it's been too he, like he shat the bed two straight years in the playoffs. So um, I mean, I still probably back Giannis at this point. Well, that's the I thing, right? to, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. he's, he's averaging like thirty. Yeah. He's having Shaq like thirty and fifteen and eight assists. It's just unreal. He's on track for another MVP right yeah. now. I mean, yeah. yeah, him and Harden have, are doing this. It's him and Harden again, but they're, they're putting up more numbers. More, yeah. Which is, I mean, Harden with Westbrook, you kind of thought maybe he yeah. would drop a little yeah. bit of numbers, but no, it's, yeah. it's been the opposite. Hey, credit to Westbrook. Now this is three different players that he's pushed into the MVP <laughs> race, right? KD, Paul George, and Harden. I know there's been a lot of slander, Russell Westbrook slander on this podcast, but he... He makes the guy next to him look pretty good. He does, man. Yeah, you can't argue with that, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, the Rockets are just a, so confusing to me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was fully on board, and I still am on yeah. board. I actually enjoy it, and I hope that they they have success this season. But it's they lose games. It's like how do you how do you lose this game? You should be better yeah. than this. There, there are there's no other team like them. Yeah. They're the most distinct team, I reckon. They're, I mean, even some of the dudes that they trot now, obviously they've got some injuries. Eric Gordon's yeah. out at the moment. 
some of the guys in their rotations, like who is, I don't yeah. even know who that is, yeah. but he's jacking up threes because he's got yeah. a good look because Harden and Westbrook yeah. are on the court as well. Yeah. And can, that's yeah, where can, the defense is. Can you jack an open three? Can you move your feet a little bit on defense? Even, we don't even need that second bit that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're on the team. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're in the squad. It's crazy. Um, speaking of another guy that's averaging Harden-esque, Numbers and is, I mean, fuck, is it too early to have this guy in the MVP discussion as no. well? Maybe I don't know. No, I mean, they're not winning enough games to put him right there. But also another Twitter darling. Yeah, absolutely, mate. He's yeah, he he is the Twitter. He darling. is the Twitter darling. Luka Doncic, won me some money yesterday. This guy, mate. He yesterday you're referring to the absolute yeah. destruction of the the Warriors, the Golden State. How the, far the Golden fallen. State Warriors with no. Draymond or Clay or I, I, I don't know any of these dudes anymore. <laughs> they had eight active players on the roster, and the line jumped up to fourteen point five. And uh, I was like, "I'm back in Luca." You backed it, yeah. I'm back in Luca. And then, well, in twenty five minutes, he had a, a triple, triple double. double. Yeah, I'm just I just opened the standings, and the, the Warriors are at the bottom of the West standings, <laughs> and they're actually the bottom of the NBA at three and thirteen. Yeah, they're pulling the Spurs. They are pulling us. They're going to get a a, a, a top three, pick, a top four man. pick. Yeah. Um, but back to Luka Doncic, who is literally, um, putting up numbers that LeBron James didn't put up in his when he was twenty. When he was thirty five, ten and eleven yesterday in yeah. twenty five minutes, uh, shooting eleven of eighteen from the field. That's sixty one percent. He, he's. He's just so good, right? It's I, it's I don't know how to even. Ra- I I didn't think that it would be. This quick, I didn't think that he would be this good this quickly. I, I, I didn't think that he would sustain it. I thought it was a little bit um, premature, the sort of amount of praise that he got last season. And, I mean, maybe he doesn't sustain this for the whole season. Who knows? But it, the Dallas, he's just carrying Dallas right now. Oh, dude. I mean, like the, the rest of the they've got some nice, nice-ish pieces, but none of them are playing very well. And specifically, Pazingas has been not that pretty good, yeah. good, pretty not good. Yeah. But which is kind of fair. He hasn't played basketball yeah. in like two years. Yeah. Um, he had an okay game yesterday against the Warriors. It's a nice little tune-up game he for did. him. He did. But I mean, I, I think the White, that's a good matchup for him considering yeah. that they have no bigs. Have no, that dude's like 7-3. Like, of course he's going to get rebounds when yeah. he's 7-3 and then their biggest guy's like Pascal or whatever and, you know, that guy's... Yeah. You didn't know his name three months ago. Exactly. But now he's an NBA player, so... I just, I just don't know what the ceiling is for this Luka Doncic guy. Like... I remember the pre-draft, everyone was like, oh, you know, I don't know. He's probably already really good. Not sure how much better he can get. He's just gotten better through his whole rookie season. And then he, an example of a guy who, who maybe didn't spend the whole summer in the gym, but spent at least enough of the summer in the gym to get a little bit extra definition. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think he was still hanging out in the boats and having a few beers, but he's coming in much better shape than he did last year when you compare it to guys like Jokic and Embiid. I think he's definitely taken a step up athletically. Yeah. And just, dude... You, you turn twenty, and you're still this little this little kid. He's just he's gonna grow into this body by the time he's twenty four, twenty five. I just don't know what I'm looking at. He just plays with a, a level of composure that you, he's obviously the dude's played professionally since he's a teenager. It's crazy. It's something that you don't see from American players because they don't have that. They're not able to do that through the current system with college and have to sit yeah. a year out from high school. Like he he just plays with a he he plays like a ten year vet. It's insane. He yeah he the way he, he plays at his own pace he can right he's got everything in his bag right offensively hand, you can do, left hand. do it all yeah I love there was one play against the the Celtics 
obviously I remember that one, um, broke down someone on the wing behind the back and then no look pass to the corner. Like he makes that skip pass to the corner right into the shooter's pocket yeah. every time so perfectly. But this is just like poetry in motion. This, he's so much, like he's, he's much watch TV. Like every single night, you know, you're going to get highlight after highlight and you don't know who, like what, what's going to happen. They did drop a game against the Knicks that I, had it well, I think they dropped two games against yeah. This is the thing, and I, yep. I mean, yep. I, I don't know if the roster is that good yet. And I, I know that we kind of just sung the praises of it a little bit, but I, I just think that they, mm. I probably think their ceiling this season is like a seven, six seed, yep. like at, at best. But at the same time, maybe he drops off and they don't even make yeah. the playoffs. I mean, so they're fifth right now. Obviously, it's like a one game here or there makes a huge difference. But there's obviously the the, the gaps kind of. The, the West isn't as good as we thought it was, I think. Well, I think there's a few teams that we had high who yeah. obviously have started really slow. Yeah. And, and then yeah. they're probably one of the teams that I probably mm-hmm. had lower and they've started red hot. So. Oh, man. Yeah, they've, they've, been, they've been good. Like, they've got a top top five offense, and it's because of Luca. And if Pazingas by the end of the season, like, they don't really, as long as they can squeeze in well, to the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, you're right. The other thing as well, right, you look at some of the teams at the bottom, right? Golden State is a team that oh, I think, depending on who you asked, we probably still maybe, maybe had them sneaking in. Yeah, I, we, can't yeah, remember. yeah. I, I had them in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm not betting against, um, against Steph, Steph and, yeah. and might get Clay back yeah. and those guys. And I mean, now that obviously they're not trying to make the playoffs, no. they're trying to be bad. They're trying to be bad. I mean, San Antonio has been terrible. Oh my god, they've been really bad. I had them as like a an over, but yeah, I think we did. Yeah, man, they they've just been and it, not we, good. we just spent five minutes earlier talking about Portland, and yep. they're another team who again were in the playoffs last season. Yeah. So there maybe there is a little bit of turnover in the West in which teams are good and which mm-hmm. teams make it and which mm-hmm. teams don't. So. In that sense, there's an opportunity there for the Mavs. It's yeah. just more... I think it's easy to make the case for them. I mean, I think the Jazz are going to end up being better than the Mavs just because they got off to a slow start, but also makes a lot of sense. They're adding two high-usage guys into yeah, the fold. Into the, yeah. That makes a lot of sense for them to struggle a little bit out of the gates. Um, but then after that, so you got, you know, Lakers, Nuggets, Rockets, Clippers, Jazz. Mavs in the sixth seed. Don't hate that. And then all of a sudden you get a Harden versus Luka matchup potentially or something like that. Yeah. They're not going to win that probably, but if, I, I just want to see Luca get into the playoffs. I think he can get I, in there. Yeah, I think that would be great for the NBA. Yeah. If he made if they made the playoffs this year, it would be yeah, it would be huge. Be so good. Um, yeah, like, like yeah, I, I like their roster from a middle middling kind of team. I love Delon Wright that they forgot they picked him up, and JJ Bray is always good. I mean, for them to actually become a team that's going to cause some noise in the playoffs. They need Pazingas to get back to yeah. Pazingas level. But they've got a lot of flexibility on their roster still because you've got those two guys. Hardaway is going to come up, be expiring soon. They've got a lot of flexibility soon. And who doesn't want to play with Luca? Well, yeah. that's. I mean, you're licking your lips if you're the, the yeah. Dallas owner or, or you're Rick Carlisle and you're trying to plan for this team mm. in the long term going forward because right? Luca is 20 years old. It's crazy. So, like... Obviously, you, you've got a big window now, right? Yeah. This is probably the biggest window almost in, in the league. The league. Yeah. So you want to try and build a team around this yeah. guy, and, and I think you've got plenty of time mm. to do it. Yeah, and they've got a history of being a smart organization for the most part. Um, Carlisle, historically good coach. You've got the Dirk kind of Luca yeah. passing the torch generationally thing. I think that they've got a lot going for them. No state tax in oh, Texas. Yeah, Texas. They've got the weird... Mark Cuban stuff, but I think yeah. I don't know if people like him or not. He's just kind of a crazy person. Well, I think but, Cuban's um, one of those dudes that he's always trying to, like you said, he's always trying to provide the best sort of facilities for, yeah. for the team. And exactly. 
I think probably the the preeminent point is what you said in that people want to play with Luca. Or, yeah. Uh, I mean, this guy potentially is going to try and bring you to championships. So that's what attracts players. That's why people go and play with LeBron every year. Mm. I think this is the next decade of this is what they're going to yeah. be going to Dallas and play with Luca. I mean, okay, if you're going to start your franchise today, doing a fantasy draft, you're Danny Ainge. Who's your first pick in the draft? Actually, Danny Ainge is probably a bad choice because I'll probably pick Jason Tatum. That's good. <laughs> Um, so you're you're someone else, a general manager. Is Luca your first pick? I think it's Luca or Giannis. It's, right? Yeah, it's, that's it's, it. It's a toss up between those. It's two not guys. even close after yeah. that, right? Man, if you're the Suns, you could have had Luca, kind of defensible, maybe. I mean, that's but the yeah, Kings is the man. really bad one. It's that's going to be the sort of big what if, right? If yeah. the next decade goes with a lot of Dallas success. I mean, even Atlanta as well, yeah. right? You chuck them into the mix. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, it looks like Trey's going to be in that, like a Hall of Famer yeah. type guy as well. Um, maybe that's a bit early. but uh, I mean, yeah, the fit is right for Atlanta, and they've yeah. managed to sort of build and add other pieces yeah. around him. But, I mean, yeah, the, the, the Sacramento one and, and, I mean, the Phoenix one is... It's looking yeah. bad now. That's for Dan, especially because Baines is better than Aiden anyway. <laughs> Doesn't need to, to take yeah, steroids to exactly. do it either, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, he's just looking at Adonis out there, Bainsy. He's banging 40% from three as well. I don't we know. We just need to get him back, mate. We need to get that Rubio Baines connection back healthy exactly. on the court. And then Phoenix, another team, I don't think anyone had them in the playoffs. No. And hey, they might be there exactly too. Exactly right. All right. Thanks for having me back, Beatty. Mate, it's, it's wonderful to have you back. Thank the you. The dulcet t- tones are back. You're in the studio hanging out with Lucy. Yeah. Oh, I'm gl- glad that you've just managed to, to spare half an hour to oh. squeeze me in. Look, you, you, I know you missed the Celtics homerism. <laughs> we, I, I was saying to Josh after we recorded last week, we didn't mention the Celtics, not even in joking or ridiculing it. We didn't mention them once last oh, week. Oh, man. So. Thank but God I- I'm back. <laughs> the best team in the NBA. You didn't even mention them once. Jesus. All right. Another week from Backdoor Cut. I'm Jake Eisenberg. I'm here with Matt Beatty. Follow us on Instagram at Backdoor Cut or at on, uh, on Twitter. I'm Jake Eisenberg on Twitter. Uh, till next time. Peace. Peace. Oh.